What do you think that guy at the beginning of Feel Good Inc. was laughing at? I think someone told him a joke. Stupid commercial on TV. What? Like a dumb commercial on TV. He was just sitting on his couch. Oh, he was like watching the the Budweiser frogs. Something. And he's just like, oh my god, there's an... There's a chameleon or something there, and he's trying to he's trying to get in, and the Budweiser frogs are beating the, him up. The guy Komoni would follow people. The eyes. That was when Geico had like five mascots going at once. They've settled down a bit now. I think because Progressive came at them hard with his like, oh yeah, you want funny mascot characters well we got rid of flow and now we have what's his putts whatever that new guy is the little shrimpy guy i don't know kevin bacon yep have that little shrimpy guy apparently speaking of kevin bacon apparently willem dafoe had to wear a prosthetic penis on the set of some movie because his hog was too big. It was like, um, <laughs> from what I've heard, it was upsettingly large. <laughs> upsettingly. <laughs> it was just like, how big does that have to be for it to be upsettingly large? You gotta get this thing out of here, dude. Oh man, we gotta cover this thing. We, we've gotta make a fake smaller dick. This is too unrealistic. <laughs> Uh, you know that. Hey, man. That's just some hot gas I heard. Some hot gas. I read it in the trades. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm real Hollywood. Hollywood guy. You really dish, you can dish it. I can, I can dish. Hey everyone, I'm Meryl. And I'm Eric. And this is Swamp Things I Hate About You. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about uh, the Swamp Thing series from the 90s. This is Season 3, Episode 9, Smoke and Mirrors. Here we are on Season 3. Yeah. I thought so. Uh, So this episode starts off with uh, two teens listening to loud rock music and wiping their noses from all the cocaine they're doing. Uh, it started off on it started off fun and yeah, what a what a weird turn. Yeah, uh, so they uh, put on a skull and dagger earring, uh, do the predator handshake, and the camera pans up to reveal two nooses. Um, and then we uh, cut to the opening credits. That was definitely an immediate uh like uh. Yeah. Uh, moment. This is gonna be an episode. 
Uh, so we come back from the credits, and a rock star is driving down the road in his convertible, blasting his rock and roll music. Uh, he's pulled over, and this uh, country-ass cop doesn't like any of his attitude. Uh, we learn the rocker's name is Nathan Stone, and yeah, he's kind of a big deal. Self-implied. Oh, yeah. Uh, the co- the cop insults his long hair and then uh, demands a bribe to not give him a ticket. Uh, and so he does, and we kind of leave the scene with no one feeling like the good guy. Uh, so Nathan meets up with his manager, uh, something. Some, do, we I, ever, we, do we ever? Get we his never name? fully learn his. Uh, we might learn his name, but I never. Because I got Nathan's name right away, but other guy was just always guy. Uh, But he meets, they they meet up at Tress's house. Uh, It seems that Nathan's renting out the place for a little bit of a vacation. Uh, Is that how they were there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so Tress is out of the country, probably still looking for Jim. And uh, Will's staying with some friends in town, so Nathan's got the whole place to himself. Hmm. Uh, uh, before the manager leaves, uh, he tells Nathan about the kids in Michigan that hung themselves. Uh, the parents blame his music for the deaths and are going to sue. Uh, and then Nathan says it's not his fault if, quote, some losers took the easy way out. Uh, the manager kind of seems to be on the parent side, which is, this whole episode has a weird vibe, and uh, we'll get into yeah. it later. Uh, Nathan at, Nathan asks him to make this go away, but the manager says he doesn't know if he can. Uh, Nathan gets mad and grabs him by the shoulders, uh, apparently too hard, because the manager's like, oh, Nathan, you're hurting me. And he yells that, oh, you're gonna feel something. You, oh. He yells that you're gonna feel some hurt if uh, if he doesn't make this go away, because you know most of his fans can't even hold down a, a job at McDonald's, let alone appreciate real art, which is just kind of out of nowhere, just a real dig at his fans, the people that gave him money. But yeah, then he says uh, if he has to hear about this whole dead teen business, he'll fire his ass. Uh, the manager leaves, and Nathan throws an empty beer bottle away in anger, and uh, the bottle lands at Swamp Thing's feet. And uh, the litter ca- is what really triggers Swamp Thing here. It's not anything else going on. If if Nathan would have never littered, I feel like Swamp Thing would have never been the wiser. Maybe, uh, <laughs> but there there's also so yeah. As the bottle lands at his feet, the camera pans up, showing Swamp Thing's whole body. And I think they've got a new costume this episode. I think they were doing kind of really? like a glamour shot. It looked a little bit different. Mm. I think they were doing kind of like a glamour shot of just like, hey, look at our our fancy new suit. And it's like, it's always looked good. Uh, so that night, Nathan is chilling out, playing the guitar and having a few drinks uh, when he hears a knock at the door. Uh, he goes to answer it, but no one's there. Uh, when he turns around to head back inside, he sees Swamp Thing is standing in the doorway. Uh, he drops his beer in shock, and when he looks back, Swamp Thing's gone. And he kind of just shakes that off. It's just like, oh, nothing, nothing really happened. Uh, so he goes to the fridge to get another drink. 
Uh, but when he opens the when he opens the door, uh, there's a little memorial shrine inside uh, with candles and a picture of the two dead teens framed in a noose. Uh, Swamp Thing tells Nathan, "There's no running away." Uh, Nathan looks up to see Swamp Thing standing in the living room. Nathan says, "You're not real, man. You can't be real. You're real gross." Uh, Swamp Thing says, The same could be said of you. And, well, fucking editor's note here. It's a fucking sick burn. <laughs> Swamp Thing fucking burns his ass right there. Uh, but Nathan comes back with the old, You better look in a mirror, Jack. And walks out of the room. Because that's his whole thing. It's just like, oh, oh, you're gross on the inside. No, you're gross on the inside. No. You're gross on the inside. Checkmate. And he just walks away. Um, so yeah, as he's walking away, he trips over a cord uh, going into his amp and drunkenly decides that this is a good place to take a nap. Uh, but Swamp Thing grabs him by the shoulders and uh, Nathan's like, what do you want? Swamp Thing says, uh, you must take responsibility for your music and for your part in the deaths of those teenagers. Nathan's still all, it's not my fault that kids killed themselves. They ultimately chose to kill themselves. And he's right. God, is he so right? Yeah. Yeah. This uh, episode. But then Swamp Thing comes back with, uh, you were their heroes, and even when the problems of their lives seemed too much, your lyrics encouraged their suicide. Their blood is on your hands. Uh, and he continues like that, he continues to lay on a thick guilt trip, and then disappears in a flash of lightning. Nathan just says to himself, I need a drink, and then he passes out. And he says it just like that. He looks into the camera and he's just like, <laughs> I need a drink. Um, he wakes up on the couch uh, when the TV starts playing a news broadcast about the two dead teens. Uh, apparently his shows have animal beheadings and live electrocutions. Which it's like, I understand from context clues what animal beheadings are but what's a live ec electrocution is that when you like put someone in an electric chair and shock them i guess so because it's like the beheading stuff is just like yeah ozzy osborne and things like that but what they really have electrocutions we we're on site at a murder thing but what they really need to do is be like Jackal. It's like, yeah, you can incorporate violence, but have musical violence. So they, they fucking play a guitar with a chainsaw. <laughs> Dude, it's sick. It doesn't mm. sound good, but it's like... But it's a thing. Yeah. It's pretty tight. <laughs> Jackal. I think it's Jackal with a Y. Yeah. Jackal with a Y. Yeah. You do that with your hands. And then they Thanks, and, and, then, and, and then they they do that thing with their hands and then they they lick in between it yep. like it's a vagina. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, Jack apparently Jack. this whole episode though is just pretty much about rock and Satan. It um, seems like 
That's the I'll whole, get I'll get into that this. because because there's a way they could have done this episode where I wouldn't have minded, but um yeah the way they're doing it is is real bad. They're laying it on real thick at this point. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. He wakes up in the TV. Yeah, the the guy on the TV's uh, animal beheadings and live executions. Uh, Nathan scoffs at this and turns off the TV. Uh, he says to himself that the shows aren't me aren't uh, real. They're pure theater. Uh, it's all just a bunch of smoke and mirrors. Oh, oh he's at the thing. Um. So then, uh, in another flash of lightning, the news anchor uh, appears in the room and says, "It was pretty real to those teens." You are their whole world. Uh, Nathan looks down at the joint in his hands uh, as the anchor says, No, Nathan, it's not the marijuana. This is reality. Uh, Nathan says, Whatever, man. You just read the news. I make it. Uh, There's another flash of lightning, and now the news anchor is a TV preacher. Uh, The preacher says that Nathan is a puppet of Satan. Or he might be he might be talking about um Satan that uh I he, I see it a lot in cooking shows and I'm not fully sure what it is. It's a it's some kind of ingredient they use in fancy foods. Um Satan. I don't know how to spell it to look it up. Saffron? That's Are you sure it's not saffron? It might be, but saffron's pretty expensive. That's man. what I mean. It's so funny looking at, like, the price of saffron compared to all the other spices. Because it's just, like, saffron's just like, yeah, this is $39 an ounce or whatever. It's not even good. It's, it's like, a lot of things, a lot, a little of it goes a long way. Yeah, but it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't do much. It makes it taste like flowers. Actually, I'm not, I'm... I might not know what saffron tastes like now that I really think about it. Not much. But it's so expensive, dude. You need it. We all need it. Everyone needs it. What were we talking about? Um, Preachers, saffron, Satan. Yes, okay, yeah. So the preacher says that Nathan is a puppet of Satan. That years of doing the devil's work have left him soulless. Uh, He tells Nathan to repent. Um, Nathan's not having any of this, uh, so in another flash of lightning, the preacher becomes an embodiment of death. Uh, Nathan tells him he's had enough of this, uh, but that death says he doesn't really have a choice. Nathan tells him he knows none of this is real, because he's just loaded. He's just wasted as fuck, dog. Um... And besides, good and evil are just constructs. Rock and roll is the only thing that really matters. A hard-ass, blistering, heavy metal rock and roll. Uh, Death says, we'll see about that. And disappears. Uh, So Nathan's really stressed out. uh, So he lights up a cigarette and says, Oh, this is... Okay, shit. I, uh, I jumped the gun. Uh, so yeah, he lights up the cigarette, and this is when he says, this is all just smoke and mirrors anyways. Oh. And this is real. 
Uh, the TV turned back on, and we see the two dead teens are on screen, uh, reaching out towards Nathan. Dressed as the Misfits, obviously. They are the Misfits. The Misfits stole this from them. The Misfits got a time machine, traveled to 1992, 91, and saw this specific episode on the USA Network, and we're like, yes. This is it. We need to do this. We, we need to, like we need to make years. punk? music they're punk artists right yeah something like that okay i'm not totally familiar with like like satan or saffron i'm not totally familiar with it <laughs> that other mystical spice the misfits yeah mm. Mm. it's got a real earthy flavor mm. <laughs> i made a joke about punks do you think there's still punks out there like true punks, like yeah, or, yeah, or the punk scene. I feel like it, it all. Oh yeah, it still exists. I feel like it, it got fractured into a hundred different little subgenres. Yeah, but it was always kind of. I mean, before like after after the eighties, it really got that way. Oh yeah, because what's um because there's classic like like. Your spiker chains and kind of fake punk punk, but the the mainstream it, punk. It didn't used to be fake punk. It used to be I'm dressing like this to freak out your mm-hmm. your narrow normal your mm-hmm. normie lives. I'm wearing swastikas, not necessarily because I'm a Nazi. But but, 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 not, but then when you became such an image that was the but like that style, like your your uh, Ramon style punk, your Blink One Eighty Two pop punk. Yeah, general pop punk. That's yeah. Would you say that Green Day is punk? They were once. Okay, that, I think I think that's uh, that's yeah. But pop punk again. I'd have to say my favorite punk band is Sum Forty One. That's a that's a good <laughs> one. That's a good one. Uh, I love to refer uh, to them as the, the band that married Ar- Avril Lavigne. I was I was really hoping you were gonna say like Good Charlotte, or like a real punk band. Um, I really Gaul. like I like a real punk band like, like um Avril Lavigne. Oh my God, what's the name of it? Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. They had so many bad songs. Fallout Boy. Uh, no. Um, uh, uh, My Chemical Romance. Oh there my we go. god, those are p- true punks. True punks, dude. With an X. They wear suits sometimes. Oh, yeah, they do. They're kind of like the uh, if the White Stripes was evil. Oh. <laughs> That's fun. Uh, but I heard a rumor that the white stripes are actually a cat and a dog and that's why they they're not really brother and sister oh but get this no jack white's the cat yeah yeah that doesn't surprise me but get this no meg right meg white yeah. i don't know what the fuck yeah. i can't remember <laughs> um she's actually uh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Dude, get out of fucking town. Wow, Jesus. Yeah. He's got his other alter ego. What the hell? Jack Palance. Dude, get out of here. 
Dude, no <laughs> way. God. And man, dude, Lon Lon uh, Cheney, the legend the of Curly's man. Gold. Yep. One of the greatest characters ever to see the screen. Curly. Yep. Or his gold. No, his, well, his, some, no, some, his brother Duke. Some some would say his that his Duke. gold is actually the fifth uh, member of, of of the Slickers. The City Slickers. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Earth, Wind, and Fire. No, everyone knows that Hart is the secret fifth member of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh. But they do forget water. There's no water sign in that. But you yeah. could, you could technically argue that we're all the water sign because we were living in the age of Aquarius. That is a good point. Yeah. <laughs> were we? I guess yeah. If it was the dawning of the age of Aquarius, we'd still be living in in it. Unless you're unless you're counting the dawning of the age of Aquarius as bef- the moments before, before and after, yeah, yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, it can be both. Yeah, that's a good point. It's all three. God, those kids look like the misfits on that TV. <laughs> they do. Uh, so yeah, Nathan tries to turn it off, uh, but when he reaches down to touch the TV, he gets their blood on his hands, dude. Yeah, the Fucking blood's on his hands. The symbolism. The symbolism. The symbolism, dude. It's ridiculous. Uh, so he starts freaking out, uh, but then wakes up back on the couch and says, man, I gotta lay off the weed. Uh, he looks down at the TV, and he sees a puddle of blood in front of it. Uh, freaked out, he reaches, uh, he rushes to leave, uh, but when he opens the front door, the dead teens are there. <clears throat> and they say, we're here for you, Nathan! <laughs> we're, we're here! Um, freaked out, Nathan faints in shock, and uh, we cut to commercial. When we come back, uh, Swamp Thing is standing over uh, in the doorway looking over Nathan as he's passed out. Uh, When he wakes up, Swamp Thing disappears. Uh, He says to himself, some vacation this turned out to be as uh, rock music begins to blast from his stereo. Uh, he He goes into the living room and unplugs it, but music keeps blasting out. The rock just keeps coming, Braj. That's what he wanted. Uh, so as the music gets louder, uh, vines start growing down from the ceiling, and Swamp Thing appears on the TV, repeating, You care about nothing but yourself. 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 Um, it kind of syncs up with the music in an interesting way, where at first I, I thought it was just like a weird... Yeah, here here's a weird part of this song where this guy just kind of yells through a speakerphone. But that's that's just me and my kooky sensibilities. <laughs> um, so Nathan uh, Nathan rushes out of the living room uh, into the dining room uh, where the dead teens are waiting for him. They say, "Nathan, we've come to you, Nathan. We did what you told us to." 
We came to be with you, Nathan. Uh, Nathan says, I don't want you here. I never told you to do this. But we died for you, Nathan. We're here because of you. Uh, Nathan runs uh, out the front door in a panic and tries to uh, get to his car, but it's completely covered in vines. Oh, no. Uh, he grabs the gun out of the glove box, um, and when he turns to look back at the car, the vines are gone. So, I don't 100% know the, why those vines were there in the first place, then, if they're just going to disappear. Um... Uh, but yeah, the vines are gone, so uh, he talks to himself about how uh, this place is haunted, and he has to get the hell out of there. Uh, but he left his keys back in the house. It's a good thing his car isn't covered in vines, or else... Yeah. At least he can get, a, he can get to it. Uh, so he cautiously makes his way back into the house uh, with, with his gun, gun pointed out in front of him. Uh, he sees the keys on the couch. Uh, and he goes to grab it, but then one of the dead teen's hands shoots out from between the cushions and grabs him. You know it's one of their hands because it has a spiked bracelet on it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, it'd be harder to show all the cocaine on it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he goes to pull his arm away from, and um, as he's doing so, he gets a vision of himself playing on stage. Um, but when he goes back to sing into when he goes to sing into the mic, he just gets uh, when he goes back to sing into the mic, feedback just comes out. Uh, he looks over the side. Uh, he looks over to the side of the stage to see the two teens standing in front of nooses getting ready to kill themselves. Uh, they do the predator handshake again. Nathan slow mo runs to try <laughs> to stop them, um, but just as they um, just as they are about to do it his he wakes up from his vision um uh he gets his uh he gets his hand loose from uh from the dead teen in the couch and fires into it a couple times for good measure uh he backs out of the room as uh someone from upstairs says hey nathan uh and nathan fires at the figure uh but we see it was his manager he falls to the ground and says why uh, Nathan says he thought he was an intruder. Uh, he calls 911 to get help. Uh, he tells the operator he doesn't know if he's gonna live. Uh, Swamp Thing shows up and tells him, Your friend will be alright. The question is, will you? Uh, so we cut to the hospital. Um, Nathan is pensively sitting with his manager. Uh, as, uh, we see out the window the lights change, indicating the passage of time. Uh, the manager eventually wakes up and one uh, whole day, one whole twenty four <laughs> hours, twenty four hours later. Uh, the man, yes. Yeah, so the manager eventually wakes up and Nathan apologizes to him. Uh, the manager says he's getting too old for this crazy crap. Uh, Nathan tells a story about the reason he got into music. Um, it was so that his dad would pay attention to him, but when he got into heavy metal. His pops just disapproved. And now Nathan agrees with him. He's canceling the tour because heavy metal is bad. Yeah, because he wanted to go visit the... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's planning to go to Michigan to visit those dead teens' parents. 
which I'm sure they fucking just would love to see. Oh him. my god, that, yeah. Oh, you're the reason our sons got into coke and killed themselves. Right, come on in. Well, we don't we don't necessarily know. They might have liked cocaine before they liked Nathan. Yeah. Um, but the, with the way this episode was drawn out, it was all Nathan's fault. Yeah. Um. So just to be like him. So Nathan's back at Tressa's, and he's standing by his car, looking out into the swamp. Uh, he gets in, and before he pulls away, he says, "Thank you." Uh, and as we leave, as he leaves, we see Swamp Thing uh, looking off from a distance. Uh, in the background, nodding in approval. <sighs> and that's uh, the end of the episode. <sighs> uh, so yeah, this episode was hot trash. Its whole fucking point is that it is definitely the artist's fault if someone commits suicide because of their music. And pretty much rock music is Satan. Yeah, rock music is evil. And I wouldn't mind if... All, all if, people who make it live that kind of a lifestyle. I wouldn't mind if they posted as he was literally getting his influences for the music from Satan. That would have made this way more, like, acceptable. No, but he was just a dude. Yeah, yeah, no, he's just a dude. If, But if it was literally he was using his... He was literally casting magic through his music to make teens commit suicide... That would be way more compelling and way more worthy than Swamp Thing just kind of picking on this artist. Yeah. Who's like, obviously having a hard time. He's kind of an he, asshole. He's, he's an asshole, but he's kind of, I mean, he's coping with it in a way. It's not technically the right way, but... Well, he's also he's, on vacation. This All this news was just dropped on him uh, literally right as he's supposed to start his vacation. Yeah. I mean, it's shitty, but also... Yeah, that that's my big problem. Is they just didn't need to put it on his shoulders so hard. Yeah. Tell him about it, sure, but like when it was that time, parents were doing it, doing stuff like that. Yeah. But wouldn't but we were also right around that time of blaming video games for violence too. Yeah, I don't think that'll ever happen again. But yeah, this was a bad episode. Um, there was no will. There was no Tressa, there was no Arcane, there was no uh, Graham. No, just Swamp Thing and a rando. And two randos, because the manager guy was pulling double duty, because he was like, not only was, that's the thing I didn't mention, not only was he the manager, but he also played the guy on TV and the televangelist and death. Oh, uh. At least I think so. If not, they got two old guys that look... Very similar. I think I think he's like an old TV actor or mm. something. No, I could see them playing from people in that dude's life for the apparitions that are popping up on him. Um, but yeah, I couldn't give this one a number grade. What what, what would you give it? I gave it an oof. That's pretty close. I'm gonna give this one. I didn't mind the the actual like the dead kid makeup was pretty cool. I don't know if I, I'm not saying I can't give it a number because it wasn't worthy. Like, it wasn't. I mean, it it, it it's some low number, but it's just I can't put a number on that. Yeah, that's too. That's yeah. I'm gonna give this. Uh, ooh, I'm flopping between a two and a three. Give it a thumbs down. A general. I think I'll give it a three. 
Um, I three asterisk this episode. I'm going to give this three dead teens. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Nice. Uh, uh, three quarts of blood on, I guess it's, on it's a good hands. It's a, yeah, it's a good thing I didn't go with uh, halves this week or else that would have been a gruesome Three scene. halves of a teen? Teens. Three, three <laughs> half dead teens? Yeah. <laughs> No, uh, oh, that's three, just one and a half teens. No, three though. halves of teens. Yeah, the other one we're not going to talk about what happened to. Well, I assume that it's it, you're getting three, 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 three different halves. Three fatty rails of cocaine that those teens cocaine. did before they before they killed the killed dude. Themselves. There's nothing I love more. Then right after I get all fucking chopped up on some cocaine, is to hang myself, <laughs> dude. That just that just that makes it, dude. It's okay. so, good, but you got to do it quick before you come down, or mm-hmm. else you're totally not. You're gonna totally lose your buzz for for right newsery. Right. Um, oh, it's the only. It's the only way to go. So you give this an Ugh. out of uh, how. Ugh. An oof, <sighs> rails of cocaine out of <sighs> ten. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gave it one sneeze in the cocaine. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, man. It's all in your carpet now. It's all over. You shouldn't let your dog uh, in here anymore, man. It's gonna get real sick. Uh, but yeah, we have four dogs. <laughs> But yeah, this episode was a fucking bummer. It was. It really was. Oh. Uh, I'm glad it's over. Yeah. I think the next episode from reading, it's going to at least have Will in it. Will. 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 Oh, we can't do that again. No, we can. Let's do that again. (sighs) Will. 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 Where was Will? Uh, he was with his friends. Oh, okay. He was staying at the friend's house. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, they're just renting the place out while she's in... So Airbnb was a thing in 1992? No, but you could just rent out your house if you owned it. I suppose, it. yeah. The Langford house is that kind of a house. Yeah. I don't know if I want to... Oh, is there anything else you want to talk about? I got... Oh, my ribs itch. Nice. Yeah, it's been. Uh, it's a good one. Oh, I could go for some ribs. Ooh, I could go for cereal. I was watching I've this video that got suggested to me of like the top six times Gordon Ramsay actually liked the food. Oh, and it is very nice watching those videos where it's just like you can t- you can also tell a lot of them came at the end uh, of a meal where it's just like some of the waitresses are like, well, at least he likes something. We're just like, mm, this clam chowder, delicious, reminds me of home. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, oh. Or it's always the ones where it's just like, this del- this dessert was delicious. And it's just like, yeah, my grandma made it. And it's just like, of course your fucking grandma made it. Of course it's delicious. Because grandmas make the best desserts. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, there was uh, that one that we were watching during our... Uh... Or binging. Yeah. Or oh, binge. yeah, we recorded that, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, there was that one episode where there was that one thing that he was like, that's not bad. 
Yeah, no, it's and it's that you, wasn't offensive. Um, it wasn't uh, the world's best, but did you ever see the one where the Gordon's just like basically inspires the chef to be like, you know how to cook, cook something. Don't just listen to these idiots. And so he makes this like really nice burger, and Gordon's just like. This is a fucking delicious burger. This is one of the this is one of the better burgers I've ever had. And the owner's wife tries it, and she's just like, <coughs> and fucking both Gordon and the chef are just like seriously. She's because her husband like previously in the episode, her husband made this shittiest fucking burger, where it's just this gross slab of meat with just a hunk of cheese on top. It's like very 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 pink inside and he's just like oh yeah no this is how burger should be i love it i love burger (laughs) (laughs) it's just this whole thing of just like you're you're fucking so shitty lady gordon ram gordon ramsay the man notorious for shitty on food was just like this is delicious and you're gonna be like "Mm." I know. I prefer it medium i i prefer a medium rare this is a little too this is a little too well done for me and Gordon's just like, I don't care how it's done. This is fucking delicious. That's <laughs> uh, fun. I love, I love when uh, he makes the change at the end, and then the lady or the person—usually it's the lady—but the person who owns it just doesn't like it, and everybody else is just like, "Oh my god, these are this is so beautiful." I fucking hate. We're going back to. I don't like the blue. I don't like the blue tablecloths. We're going back to the gingham. There's that one with that gigantic pizza, and she's like, here's the thin crust. Oh, God, yeah, and it was, like, the size of my hand. Yeah, it was like a fucking pan pizza. God. It's a joke. And even, yeah, even the lady serving it was just like, yeah. Yeah, people get mad when I I serve them this, when they order the thin crust and I bring out this. Three inches thick. Uh oh, we're 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 bordering dangerously on this. Just becoming another Gordon Ramsay podcast, which we can do. It's easy. I can talk about that for a minute. <laughs> because of that night, now YouTube keeps being like, "Hey, watch full episodes of Kitchen Nightmares." <sighs> I'm finally starting to get away from them. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Start doing it, or else it's gonna be like this is all you want to watch. I right? just can't watch that that often. I have to take definite breaks from that. Every once in a while. It's oh, because it's it's total trash TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I feel like I'm dumber after watching it for two hours. Yeah, because you get a little wrapped into it, and you're just like you don't really learn anything about cooking or how anything. to how to run a restaurant. No, you just it's learn more, about how a, these people fuck it up. It's a, yeah, it's a freak show, basically. It's a kitchen freak show. Where it's but just... then it always gets better. I just wish it was a freak show, and it was shitty, and then it stayed shitty all episode and didn't get better, and then it was over. That would be amazing if just no progress was made at yeah. all in the whole episode. Yeah, because the progress is the worst part. Oh my god, that'd be so great. Well, it's just the... shitty. It's just shitty from beginning to end, and yeah. Gordon's just like, well, that was a waste of seven days or however long yeah, this exactly. shit takes. And then walks off set. In a, in I think a, there was one where he walked away. There's a couple where he's been real close to, but then they just pull they pull it all together at the end. And 
it's honestly some producer sits them down off camera and it's just like you guys need to get your shit but, together you are wasting our time you are wasting our money we came here to help you that shitty one with the lady who didn't like any of his changes because she didn't like blue and whatnot flamingos i think that was oh. um, <laughs> that one they flamangos. went they, they went like right, like after the, you know he left they do the little like what's this place doing and they like went back to the old shit like days after like, oh my god, you fucking suck. Roof tile steak. Oh, that was that that was flamingos? Was yeah, the roof tile was steak? The roof tile oh steak. my god. That that whole process too. Butter. Yeah, it was just they brought out a steak on a hot roof tile and poured butter over it. And then let it drain down the roof tile back into the cup and then serve the cup of butter next to it. No one else is doing this. You're gonna love this. Oh, Gordon, you're gonna love this. You know, you know how you always are talking about simplicity and rustic homestyle cooking. Threw that the fuck out. Well, here's a steak <laughs> served on a fucking roof tile. And now I'm gonna cut it up for you. Proceed to cut it up for you and <sighs> dump butter on it. If you're having a good thing of steak, if you have like a good cut of steak, you shouldn't necessarily need, need to add anything. more fat no it, it's like That's, the most that goes against the idea of a good cut of meat yeah like the most really for the most part the most you need to season a steak is some salt and some pepper mm-hmm. salt and m- most that was a thing of well nowadays you're a purist i uh i used to work with a guy at ponderosa who did not like um to salt or pepper his food like, even when he was making stuff. And it was just like, no, dude, you gotta, you gotta add a little salt to it. And your own shitty pepper. taste cannot influence your cooking for other people. You know what's really good? It's, uh, it's a really good trick. My mom told me about um, cookies. Add salt to them. Oh, okay. A little bit of saltiness to a cookie. Um, kind of, uh, especially like a chocolate chip cookie. Uh, like blends, oh, yeah, that makes blends sense. all the flavors together. One's the real sweetness with the chocolate, yeah. the sweetness of the sugar, the creaminess of the milk. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Sweet and salty. Go for some cookies. Uh, uh, I think... I think we talked about Gordon Ramsay for like yeah, 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's going to do it. Uh, uh, Until next time. This is probably going to be a shorter episode. Is it? It feels yeah. like it's been like an hour. No, we're not even at 50 minutes yet. Oh, okay. We're just about to get there. Well, 45, I feel like, is usually 45, 50 is the... We're getting into the longer stuff now. Actually, I don't know. I Late, need to. Lately, we have been. I'm gonna do some. This this is off mic. <laughs> this is off mic stuff. We don't. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, I've been Meryl, and I'm Eric. And until next time, we'll see you in the swamp. Mucking about. Mucking about. Swamp things I hate about you is now available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, only dumb kids dream.